Welcome to Project Hustle. This podcast is all about discovering your true potential in life and leaping outside your comfort zone to get there. My name's Amber, and I'm just your average corporate girl by day who's found her true passion working a side hustle at night. I'm obsessed with helping you shift your mindset and create the time in your busy schedule to hustle towards a life that truly fulfills you. So let's get pumped up about life and do this together. Welcome back. I am so excited that you decided to tune into this week's episode because I've got some really juicy content planned for you. I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably got big goals or at least a feeling that you were made for more, even if you don't know what that is. And truth bomb here, if you've got big goals, that's going to require big action and big action requires big time commitments. Now, before you get scared and think, I'm too busy, this is too intimidating. I just don't have the time to get to where I want to be. Pause and think about where is your time actually going? Like who, what, where, when, why, and how are you spending your time the way that you are? I can guarantee that if you took a pen and a paper out right now and wrote down to the minute how you spent your day today or yesterday or any other day, you'd realize there are probably a couple things on that list that don't make you feel so good, that don't really serve you and get you where you want to go. For me, that was social media. And you might be wondering, Amber, what do you mean you're on Instagram all the time? Yes, I am. But there was a shift back in February. I realized that the time I was spending surfing through social media could have been used to serve myself and others instead of just mindlessly scrolling, which by the way, is a huge waste of time for me and anyone else. So yeah, I'm on Instagram daily, but the difference now is that I'm running a business and I'm serving as an outlet and inspiration to help others achieve their goals too. As simple as that is, just shifting my intentions of my time on social media, that's been a huge game changer in the way I choose to live my life. So today, I want to talk about saying no. That's something that I really used to struggle with because I'm a people pleaser. I don't like to let people down. I don't like people being upset with me, and I hate making decisions for other people. Maybe you can relate to this, but I honestly feel like I was a bit of a pushover in many of my relationships with people. And because of that, I more often than not sacrificed my own free time for somebody else. And I would do things that I didn't necessarily want to do or have time to do, but I'd do them anyways just to please somebody. By that, I mean anything from going to dinner, going to a party, babysitting, helping a friend study, helping someone move, literally any little task that may not seem like much at the time, but in reality, if you keep doing it, it's going to accumulate. And I'm not saying that you should never do those things and you should never hang out with your friends, but if you find yourself stressing out over these events because you know that you could be doing something to better serve you and your personal goals, then you need to rethink that commitment to that person. Because if you are constantly saying yes to someone else over your own priorities, then you are allowing that person to be more important priority than yourself. Just think about it. When you say yes to someone or something, you are also saying no to something else. So if you say yes to go to that party with your friend, you're saying no to an evening of self-care that you maybe desperately need or an evening spent catching up on your studies that you're so behind on or a night working on your side hustle or that workout that you're not going to do in the morning now because you're going to be too hungover, right? When you really think about it, everything you say yes to is a no to something else. So you need to have really clear intentions about who and what you're saying yes to. 
So I've got three tips for you today that have really helped me over the last year in figuring out how to be more intentional with my own time. Tip number one, have clear priorities and share them with others. You might think, well, duh, I know what my priorities are. I don't need to tell anyone. But guess what? People can't read your mind. And if you want to say no to someone that you've always said yes to in the past, they're probably going to want to know why. And if you can't answer that question, then you do not have clear enough priorities. So for example, myself, I am personally my number one priority, but that's not enough. I need to go deeper and figure out what things I need to do in order to fulfill that priority. So for me, that means I need to eat healthy, get my workout in, drink lots of water, daily personal development. And I used to hide those things from other people and not tell them that it was a priority, which made them think I was always available. But now, basically everyone that knows me knows that I'm getting my workout in before I do anything else. And I'm not always down to go for ice cream or stop at McDonald's. They know now why I don't want to do those things all the time, and they understand. It's not just a blatant no for no reason. I'm going to talk more about the people you surround yourself with a bit later, so let's get back on track with priorities. So I challenge you to come up with a list today, not tomorrow, do this right now. Come up with a list of your personal priorities and be 100% honest with yourself. What are your top five priorities? What are the things that you need to do each day to feel like you are fulfilling that? And how long do those tasks take? That last point is so important, and it leads me into my second tip. Tip number two, make sure you have your priority list in your schedule and set boundaries around that. It's not enough to simply come up with a list of priorities and tell yourself how important they are. You've got to be intentional about marking out that time in your calendar Because I promise you, it's going to be a lot harder to say no to somebody when it looks like your schedule is wide open. That just tricks you into believing that you have time when you really don't. Let's put that into perspective. For me, I mark down my workouts in my calendar as if it's an appointment with someone else, as in non-negotiable. Now, during the weekdays, I work out at 4.30 in the morning, so I don't really have an issue with conflicts. Which, side note, that's also part of the reason that I do my workout at that time. But anyways... On the weekends, I like to work out when I wake up, typically around 8 or 9 a.m. So when my friends call and say, hey, let's go for brunch at 9 a.m., my response is, sorry, I can't at that time. I made a commitment to do my workout, but I'd be happy to meet you at 10 if that's okay. Most of the time, people are fine with that. We always work ourselves up into thinking the worst, but really, if you just be straight with people, more often than not, they understand. Now, sometimes if I know I have a bunch of things I have to do, or I really just need a self-care day to slow it down, I'll say no altogether and simply just apologize and say, I can't today, maybe another time. And that's the boundary part. If you know deep down that you need a day off or that you cannot commit wholeheartedly to that event with your friends, set the boundary and say no. And setting boundaries is even more important when it comes to your closest loved ones and maybe even people you live with. Let's say you choose to work out every day after work at 5 p.m. Make that clear with your significant other, for example, so that they know that this is a time when they are not to interrupt you or ask you to do something else. Let them know how much this priority means to you. That way, you don't have to constantly say no to them at 5 p.m. because they already know that that's your time. Half the time we get upset with others for not understanding the boundaries, but we didn't even bother to tell them that that boundary exists. I've done it. Back when I worked out after work, I never explicitly told anyone that that was in my schedule. 
So every time my friends asked to do something after work, I'd feel frustrated. Like, why don't they understand that that's my time to work out? But then I realized that I never even told them that. I was getting mad at them for something that they didn't even know. So not only do you have to set boundaries, but you need to communicate those to the ones around you and let them know why. All right, I think it's time for tip number three, and that's to evaluate the people around you. I've been talking a lot about sharing your priorities and boundaries with others today, but what I haven't talked about yet is the importance of the people that you're actually telling. They say you are the five people you surround yourself with most, meaning you adopt their mannerisms, their habits, share interests and goals. So if you think that that list of people right now, are they the people you want to be? Are they challenging you in ways you want to be challenged? Are they inspiring you to be better and constantly level up? Are they people that are going to help you live the life that you want to live? If the answer is no, you need a new circle. And yeah, that is a lot harder said than done. It's hard to realize that some of your friends are maybe not the best influence on you. It's hard knowing that they aren't really serving you and the time you spend with them is taking away from time you could be spending on your own goals. Now, you don't need to completely cut them out of your life. But maybe you need to limit the time with them and only give them the time that you have after you've already taken care of your priorities. This becomes especially important if you realize that the people around you don't support you in life and don't support the life that you're chasing after. You probably shouldn't be giving those people so much of your time as you currently are. They will only continue to bring you down. And yeah, that's really hard to hear, I know. But if you are putting your goals and your life on hold for those people who aren't even going to support you, what does that say about you? To me, that says you don't really care about your goals as much as you say you do. But that can change. You can always find new people to surround yourself with, whether it be actual friends you know or mentors from podcasts and books and other personal development tools. You don't need to personally know someone for them to have an impact on your life. But just promise me and promise yourself that you are choosing to surround yourself with those who will get you to where you want to go. Life is just too short to simply live to please other people. You don't want to get to the end and realize that you didn't live for yourself and you didn't live up to your full potential because you chose not to. So before we get too deep here, I want to wrap this up because I want you to start taking action and just feeling more comfortable with saying no to people. So remember, number one, have clear priorities and share them with others. Number two, make sure your priorities are in your actual schedule and make people aware of these boundaries. And finally, tip number three, just evaluate who you surround yourself with, because if they don't inspire you, they don't deserve all of your time. Ultimately, you're in this life for you, and if it doesn't feel right, then say no. And by saying no to that person, you're really just saying yes to yourself. Thank you so much for listening. If you connected with this topic, there's a good chance your friends will too. So why not share it on social media and tag me so that I know this message is helping you get one step closer to your goals. Keep that hustle going and we'll chat soon.